Welcome to Crone Life Joy Reboot Podcast, revolutionising how cisgender, trans women and AFAB non-binary individuals over 40 experience midlife, menopause and ageing. I'm your host, Pia Antico, a Crone Life Joy Reboot Mentor, founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, a number one international best-selling author and public speaker, who at 50 is a late-in-life queer, neurospicy, three deaths before 30, two abusive marriages and major head injury life rebuilder. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another Crone Life Joy Chat. And today, my gorgeous guest is Laura West. Laura is an RN, a psychic medium, author, podcast, and TV host. Laura West is a registered nurse, energy healer, psychic medium, author, podcast host, and TV host, guest dedicated to both the sciences and spirituality. She's taken part in multiple international spiritual summits, has taught about intuition on several virtual platforms to students from all over the world, contributed to both national and international journals and magazines, and has been invited as a guest on several podcasts, again, both nationally and internationally. Now she hosts both her own podcast called A Guided Life, and a TV show called Life from the Other Side on the Everyday Woman TV network. She has also authored her book titled Guided. She's dedicated to spreading the word of love and teaching others how to communicate with their spirit guides through intuition. Laura lives in San Diego, California with her family. And welcome, my gorgeous Laura. And before we even start, I'm going to say, I've been on your podcast and I feel a very special guest and I have been also a wonderful recipient of your fabulous teachings and in intuitive messaging as well. So thank you. It's been a while. So how are you going? Yeah, life is great. Can't complain. Everybody's healthy and happy and moving along nicely on my side of things. So things are good. Oh, that's beautiful. That is wonderful. So tell me more about how you and you and helping others to tap into their intuitive uh, voice and and what that means to you and what that what you're seeing that does for other women uh, over 40 navigating their midlife. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, intuition, first of all, to me, from what my guide my spirit guide, Jason, has told me is that it's a way for the other side to communicate with us. Uh, More specifically, I know my spirit guide uses it. Other members of my spirit team, soul team use it. Same with everybody else. And they use our physical faculties to communicate with us because we are such physical beings like we're humans so they use our guts that's why we have gut feelings they use our brains that's why we just have a knowing or they use our hearts that's why we feel it you know in our heart and things like that so they use our the intuition as a way to communicate and to send those messages to us using our physical capacities now i find that this is something that is really beneficial to anybody and everybody no matter what walk of life they're currently in or what phase of life they're currently in. But speaking more specifically from somebody who is also over the age of 40, um, I have found that, you know, as life presents different things to me, how my relationship with intuition, how my relationship with guides and just my progression in spirituality has changed. For instance, Pia, before you and I started recording, we were kind of doing a little bit of chit-chatting and seeing we what were. we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I'm actually in a phase of stepping away from social media, stepping away from recording, and just really following my intuition with I need to sort of let that stuff go and kind of deal with whatever is going on internally with me and being okay with that. I'm at this point in my life where 
I'm okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to step away. It's getting easier. I should say there's, you know, there's still some, it could be hard, you know, especially if I'm going on social media and I'm thinking to myself, Oh gosh, you know, I, I really feel like I should post something, but if it doesn't feel right, I'm at that point where I'm okay to say, eh. <laughs> and how did you get to that? Okay. Cause I totally hear that yes. as, as someone who's, uh, recently diagnosed with ADHD, uh, with that whole social media, you have to be consistent, you have to post that and everywhere and all that, oh. and realizing, hey, that doesn't work for everybody, and nor is it necessarily true. But it's still something to um, wrestle with, even if you oh. logically know it, not, it isn't that that struggle to, to keep to follow what you feel you you, you yes. need and not listen to the message how have you done that because I know that's a big issue for so many of us yes well it always comes back to my internal compass my intuition yeah. what am I feeling does it feel good to do this does it not yeah. that took years to establish yeah. yeah I will say too I'm I'm in a very fortunate position where I can pay someone else like so I have yeah. a, a VA yeah who I tell them, look, I don't want to do anything. Can you just repurpose what you have, you know, that I have? And so yeah. she's going to take care of stuff for me too. So I'm in that place where I can be resourceful and, and delegate and distribute that work while still being present. I know it could be difficult for people who this is maybe their sole income or this is yeah. their, their primary job for me i'm lucky i have a full-time job outside of this in nursing so yeah. i still have that income coming in i still have my days are rather busy with work so uh, i think that for my purposes it has just been to found find that place where i feel okay if i am not posting every day i don't oh, yeah. feel like i'm disappearing in fact um i can feel internally I've, I've placed so much trust in my guides and in my spirit team and i've gotten to this point it wasn't overnight that i can tell that either this is in preparation for something a shift is yeah. going to be coming or it's just i wasn't getting the message that i needed a break and they just had to make it happen and um yeah. really dig in deep to just take my motivation away yeah so, yeah, yeah. No, that's beautiful. That is, and I keep, I hear, and I, I mean, okay, from my end, I totally get what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't always get, I don't always do it. I don't always manage right. to <laughs> tap into what, into my uh, intuitive uh, voice and, and follow the heck yeah and all that sort of thing. But for those who are listening, who this could be really new to them and they could be just saying, oh, this sounds all a bit woo-woo and how do I, it's interesting, but how do I practically um, sure. tap into yeah. that? How, how, what tools have you used? Because I heard you say that, it's, you know, it's been a while in the making. Do, do you have any suggestions of how our listeners can start listening to that inner voice as opposed to the messages out there that are, they're being told by everybody else and yeah, people definitely. thinking, you know? Yeah. I like to share what has worked for me. Yes, um, please. Yeah. So basically this whole journey of honing in on my intuition yes. started with meditation. I actually went to go visit a psychic for fun, uh, but yeah. it was also around the time that I wanted to start to learn to hone in on my intuition. And at the time, I just thought that meant how to listen when I wasn't supposed to do something like that was it. Like I thought I, my intuition was just to keep me from doing stuff. So uh, I wanted to learn to hone in on that because I'm the type of person who does not like to get in trouble. I don't like to ruffle feathers unless I really feel strongly about something. So I don't like yeah. to ask for forgiveness because <laughs> yeah. I just don't yeah. like getting in trouble, okay. right? So for yeah. me, I'm like, how do I avoid getting in trouble? Into trouble. <laughs> yeah. And I know my intuition will help me do that. So yeah. That was my my thought of going into wanting to hone in my intuition was to learn how to not do something I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. So I went to go visit the psychic and she said, you're actually really intuitive. And I said, oh, okay. Like to me thinking, okay. yeah, I can feel if something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, she says, I want you to start meditating. And so that's what I did. I started meditating. And huh, what that did was it just started to 
rewire stuff in my brain so that I could without realizing this clear that portal of communication between me and my members of my soul team. And so what started happening was I started to get more feelings of when to do something and less feelings of when not to do something. And I started to notice and pick up on that. This was over time. I started to notice yeah. if I got excited about something, even if it was scary, if I got excited about it, I knew it was the right thing to do. And yeah. I started to say yes, and I started to follow it. And that's what got me to start to trust it, to start to yeah. trust that, okay, that feeling was associated with doing something that though it was exciting and scary, yet scary, it it pulled through for me somehow. For instance, I started mm-hmm. my spiritual journey number two, I want to say, and yeah. I had a dear friend of mine. She yeah. asked me if I wanted to be a part of her summit because she knew what was going on with me. I was channel writing and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I said, yes, without even thinking <laughs> twice. I think I like my body was <laughs> taken yeah. over by spirit. And they just said, yes, you're going to do it. Yes. So I said, yes. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, crap, what did I say yes to? (laughs) I was so scared, but I was excited at the same time to share. So that's how I knew, okay, that was an intuitive thing that was good and right. And I I did it and it was great and it was uh, thrilling and I got a lot of really good feedback. So I knew it was, that's how I connected the two that, okay, I said yes, though it was scary um, and it was a great outcome. And so- also to get to that point on top of meditating, I, I started to channel write intentionally. So it started with journaling. Okay. Yep. It started with journaling. And then I was also enrolled, enrolled, enrolled in, um, it, back in, in university, uh, to advance my nursing degree. And, uh, I was writing a lot of papers and we had another party where we invited another psychic at this time, you know, so for fun. And she told me without knowing I was in school writing all these papers, she's like, you are writing a lot. And just so you know, you're actually channel writing. And I was able to, to trust those words because going back to school, the writing was the part that I was scared of because I didn't feel that I was a strong writer. But when I went back to school and started writing papers, I was like, oh my gosh, like these papers are coming easily to me. Like, wow, that was a really good thought. Like all of these things that cor- corresponded with what she told me. And so I said, wow, so I'm channeling unintentionally. Uninten- what yeah. would happen if I channeled intentionally? And I started easy. <laughs> so I was already writing yeah. papers, but I started yeah. easy. I just asked like a question open-ended or, or closed-ended. I think I wanted to go more open-ended mm-hmm. just so I can practice longer versus just yes or no. Uh, and so that's what also helped me to strengthen what that voice sounded and felt like when it was not mine. So that ah. also helped me as well. So all of those things, now that was part of my journey. That was part of my journey to want to explore connecting more with the other side because I felt in my bones I was meant to do psychic mediumship. I just, I knew it. I knew it and I wanted it. It's not for everybody though, right? But intuition is for everybody and your spirit team, your soul team, everybody has one. Mm. So it doesn't have to be, you know, as as long and lengthy as a session with somebody where you're connecting them with their guides and their past loved ones. It doesn't have to be that. It could just be you being guided in making certain decisions like so that eventually it turns into i know that this break that i'm taking is because i'm being intuitively guided to do so and it feels good to take this break Um, and i'm waiting to feel excited again to you know put myself back out there again but until then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna really relish in this and i think just over time i just learned to trust what was, you know, from my guides and what was me interfering, so. Now, the me interfering, uh, the me interfering being that the uh, intellectual personal thinking and that voice, for me, personally, I'll say, for me, I've gotten to learn how to uh, tell whether it's it's a heartful uh, wisdom urging 
uh, because it feels like my heart is moving. It feels like I am weighted at my heart and moving forward. When I'm in my head and it's like all the intellectualizing, I, I feel like I could topple over from my forehead. That's kind of, but what I'm, I'm maybe uh, going to then ask you, um, when I quiet myself, like you said, and you, you, you meditate or you deep breathe and you just bring yourself into feeling your body and feeling where you're at and listening. Um, I, I'm feeling like I'm hearing me, H higher <laughs> me, not not grounded <laughs> me, but high, the, the higher me. But it still feels like it's me. It doesn't feel like it's some, some other energy or a different sure. energy. Foreign or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you tell the difference? Well, that's how fantastic. are you telling the difference? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. How do you tell the difference? <laughs> that is such a good question. Okay. So a lot of it I learned, I think channel writing really helped me. Because so that's with the left hand or does it have to be with the oh, oh, no. hat? I'm no, right-handed. I'm right-handed. I use my okay. right hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or else I yep. wouldn't be able to read it. I also will type it too. Yeah, I'll type oh, it as oh, well. That's good to know because my handwriting yes. is terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I use my right hand. Um, but I also type it because I can type faster than I can write too. So I'll type it as good, well. Good. Yeah. Would but a voice uh, memo work? Can you do it as voice, a voice oh, memo? Yeah. yeah. That's what channelers do. Like people who are talking, you know, I mean, uh, that's just like the first step. That's, you that's know, next good. you're going to, your voice is going to change. And All right. Okay. That's sweet. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think I want to say that channel writing yeah. is actually what helped me to differentiate because I will say that when I'm channel writing and I, and I hear and I see the words come through that I'm writing, it's my voice, but it's not my thought. It's not my word. So it's a very subtle difference and so that's okay. why I think the practice it's all about practice I mean even to this day you're, you're never going to be done practicing <laughs> because it's always morphing and changing and um you know it's there's just you're just always doing it uh so I feel like that really helped to differentiate you know what else has helped too and again not for everybody but actually doing readings for people as well that was actually really big help because when you start to hear from people more often than not that, yes, that resonates what you're telling me, you start to trust more and more how it comes. And you realize that it, this, there's no way I could have known that. So it's coming from somewhere. And now that I got validation that what I said to the person resonates for them, though I have no idea where that came from, I can trust because I, I remember what that feels like, what that sounds like, what that looked like. Yeah. So yeah. doing the readings has really helped. Again, not for everybody, right? No, but no, no, no. That's, that, has, that has definitely helped. And I can say you are fabulous, by the way. Ah! You know, I, I've received many, many of your readings over the last couple of years, so, oh. you know, on and off as part of group things and that. And I'm in, oh, always you. blown away by oh. what you say. And it's always so loving. I think oh, that's yeah. the thing that is just really has oh, yeah. touched me over the years of of engaging with you and mm -hmm. that is seeing how hopeful hopeful the messages are um, coming from guides the universe uh, whatever whatever people Whoever, choose yep. to sort of see what this is it's the hopefulness I'd love to maybe have you speak a little bit more on that what this hopefulness oh, yeah. and and how how we can trust that it really is that hopeful for us oh yeah definitely you know our our team on the other side has such a a, a great uh yeah. broad picture of our lives and well if we want to get really you know complicated but all the lives that we are interconnected with i mean the web yeah. the web of whatever yeah. uh they have such a, a great um perspective very broad perspective so they can see that okay yes the outcome's gonna be fine like you're gonna be fine you know the 
the the worst case scenario we say is that we die, right? But that's worst case scenario for the people who survive. <laughs> the person yeah. who dies, I mean, they're they're back on the other side. I mean, it's fantastic over there. Fantastic. Yeah. It's all love based. So why yeah. wouldn't we want to be told about hope and to be reminded of how loved we are because we are because it's part of my mission here is to spread the word of love and what better way than to remind us of how loved we are by our team on the other side um now i do have to say that with the caveat that i you know not everything is rainbow and, and, and rainbows and butterflies right and yeah. so what i love about working with with guides spirit guides is that they can also empathize with what we're going through at the moment as well because they've lived a life as well. So they understand when we're feeling angry or when we're feeling yeah. sad or frustrated, they hold that space for us to do so. And it's yeah. not just, oh, everything's going to be fine. You'll see. It's that's, well, yeah. that doesn't help. Yeah, they're not right? doing the whole toxic positivity on us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's really important to me that anytime someone gets a reading from me, whether it's a few minutes or 45 minutes, um, that they leave feeling better. Like that's what I, that's the goal is to feel better, not worse, not more confused in a bad way. I mean, we might yeah. be, maybe there are yeah. more questions, but, but you know, you want to have, you want to feel better. And I have gotten readings before and I've done sessions with people before where I have left feeling worse. Oh, and yeah. I was yeah. like, ugh, you know, Actually that's frightened. Not what I, want. I, I remember, I mean, oh. I haven't had too many readings over the years from different people, but uh, yeah, there's been one or two over the years where, yeah, you've walked away feeling quite alarmed almost. So yeah. you sometimes don't know, well, what are they actually, are they Are they really tapping into anything? Are they just saying, you know, you choose to brush right. it aside and say they're wrong, but yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and for yeah. people to do that, I suppose that's the difference between seeing maybe someone um, who who might provide guidance, but to, in the end, really trusting your own above oh, anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know. I mean, that's what a great example of intuition is. How did you feel? Yeah. How do you feel about something? Yeah. Like that's that's a great yeah. gauge too. Now, I do want to say I'm not a believer of holding back information either. Like, no, I'm not no, going to no. hold something back to no. make it nice. But there's a there's a way to deliver, and um, yeah, there, there's also uh, you know, there's also possibility that the psychic medium is actually picking up on the energy too of the person they're reading for. So if they're ah, worried or yes. concerned about something that, that may come through like, Oh, I'm picking up that this is happening. And yep. it's could So, yep. I mean, it's hard to say, yes, I'm yep. sure there are people out there who are just really good at faking it. And then there are people who are genuinely yep. maybe just picking up on and interpreting something. That, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. not, yeah. you know, no, no, no. Yes, not, not, yeah. not just, but it's, I think more the lesson, not so much are they skilled or not skilled, but I think more the lesson that I've taken from that over the years is that people can offer uh, insight to you and they, they, whatever, be it psychic or not, whatever, but they can say something, offer some uh, um, advice or insight, but in the end, still it's back to you and your own sense of it 100%. No, and they could be totally right in it from their end with information and their um expertise but it, but it's still us in uh how we feel uh, about something that's more important than what they've said necessarily and yeah. that that's been a big 50 this year, I turned 50 this year, 51 in April. Uh, I don't know where the time goes, but that's that's <laughs> taken a long time in the running to get to that point of being able to, <laughs> yeah, go, hang on, I'm allowed to have a different sense of something than someone else and it's okay. <laughs> yes, you know? it's okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What has been popping up as a, as a little question in the back of my mind, you're a nurse, so you're a nurse and so therefore you are – work with people who aren't well uh possibly see people in your life who are not well who are having difficulties in their physical experience of this life how 
how can when when we're in that sort of situation um how, how can we make use of our spirits uh guides our intuition to help us get through the tricky bits in life because they obviously happen you oh, know yeah. yeah yeah you know yeah um you know I'll I I can be transparent too I've started um getting therapy for some beautiful things, childhood things that I needed to need to work through. And so again, speaking, uh, personally, um, you know, I want to say that I have many times have relied on my, on my team just to, you know, like to give me protection or to just be there, just be there. And do I always instantly feel that peace? No. (laughs) Sometimes it's just, I just say it. And do I feel anything? No. Um, Sometimes I say it if like I'm in the midst of um, like a, like a anxiety attack, I say it, I'll call my angels and uh, I will, you know, sooner rather than later, I will start to feel better. I actually had a a, a good Mm. friend of mine. He's a psychic medium and um, I had... (laughs) (laughs) the night before I was out picking a Christmas tree with my family and at the Christmas tree lot, I started getting an anxiety attack and I'm like, what is going on? Like everything's fine. I know. (laughs) This should be fun. But I, you know, and I had to kept reminding myself like, you know, I'm safe. I'm safe. Like what's going on. Um, And I was like, angels, like, please just, just help me to feel better. Like help me. Cause I just, I was physically feeling it. And, um, you know, I sat down, started to feel better and it was really cool because the next night he messaged me and he said, I don't know why I have to tell you this, but I just have to tell you that there is a big angel with you. And that was it. And he was like, yeah. that's all I have to say. And I was like, oh, like, oh no. <laughs> and Yay. then he was like, I don't know if this resonates with you or why, but I'm just going to tell you. Uh, and that was a great, another example of following his intuition. Right. And so when he... Yeah sent that to me. I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I just asked for my, you know, my angels to surround me yesterday or last night. And um, here they are showing themselves to him, uh, to me. And so that was really great validation. That was profound for me because I usually call, no offense spirit guys, but I usually call my (laughs) angels if I am starting to have like an anxiety attack because I feel, I want to feel their healing energy. Yeah. And so that was just really validating for me. So, you know, just getting to that point where I do rely on them to assist me with um, helping me feel better on a soul level, not saying no to human help, you know, in the form of therapy and and just doing, doing what I need. And, and also knowing that just because one's had their spiritual awakening, it doesn't mean they're immune to this stuff. You still have to heal yeah. them in. You still have all those emotions. And so utilizing all different um, aspects of treatment, I suppose. So Love that. And, and, and I'm just sort of wondering, because I know I'm probably not the only one that's wondered this, that question out there from people who maybe struggle with uh, – is there is there a, a well, for those who want to say God, is there a, a, a divine energy? Is there a, an overall meaning beyond the, the physical? Uh, but then ask that question, well, why do people get sick? Why, why do people hurt each other? Why is there starvation and, 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 and all the stuff? Um, and so wondering <clears throat> particularly, in the physical health being that you're a nurse, but also uh, a, a guide, a spiritual guide, what are you seeing connections between our physical health and our maybe lack of tapping into our intuition? Mm. Something like that. Is there is there a parallel? Um, so first of all, I like that you call me a spiritual guide. <laughs> I haven't yes, heard you that are. before. <laughs> oh, my dear. <laughs> Oh, that's so, that's so nice. Um, that really resonates. Uh, let's see. Um, I want to say no, because I want to, I want to, I don't want it to seem like the less spiritual art you are, you're going to be punished for it. Um, because that's not the case. Right. So the way that I want to, I want to put it is that (laughs) regardless of one's 
spiritual mm, position, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or understanding. Yeah. Not position as far as like ranking, but like where they stand, right? Yeah. What they, what they believe or understand is going yes. on kind exactly. of thing. You know. Yeah. Based on what I have read and learned from readings and things like that, um, is is that you know, we're all we're all souls, we're all spiritual yeah. Yeah. beings because we are spirits, like we come from the other side, whether you believe it or not, it's yeah. true. <laughs> so yeah. we come from the yeah. other side. Our spirits do go on. Um and and when we do go on, it's in a very lovely place. Now we come here on Earth, Earth School right? Earth school. Yeah. Harder than yeah. Harvard is like the hardest yeah. school yeah. we could be in, yeah. right? We come here to learn what we can't on the, the blissful, amazing other side. Mm. Mm. Why? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not just stay on the other side? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But for some reason, oh, I'm getting a sensation on my left hand. That oh. usually happens when I do healings. So oh. somebody's here. Have to think about who that might Jesus yeah. right away came. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So um, so we come here, we you know, we come here to Earth. There are other planets, dimensions that we do the same thing, but Earth is exceptionally hard from what I've taken. Mm. And so somebody comes in um with a disability. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's physical, yeah. mental, emotional. They come in with yeah. a disability. Some of it could be cellular memory from past life being brought over. It could be something okay. like that. It could be that they want to advance quicker, have their soul advanced, advance quicker. So they sort of yeah. make that sacrifice in a way of comfort on okay. this side um, by, by going through a difficult physical, mental, emotional ailment. Um, some do it. Because it's going to help somebody else on their journey. For instance, um, miscarriage. Yeah. That okay. fetus or baby that chose to exit from the womb back to the other side, that was meant to be their purpose to instigate something else in either the mom mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. somebody else who is connected. Yeah. So yeah. it may be to be here to help somebody else on their mm. journey. Mm. Uh, mm. Another example would be if somebody loses like a spouse yep. and say the loss of that spouse, maybe they died from a drunk driver. The loss mm. of that spouse died from a drunk driver. It got the person surviving to form a group that helps people yeah. to stop drinking. You, yeah. So everything serves a, a purpose. Yeah. I know it's yeah. the last thing you want to hear when you lose somebody. No, no, but there is a truth to that. Yeah. The, the yes. whole lot of bad things happen to good people that then reframes. Well, it may not have been uh, optimal. It may not have appeared to you optimal at the time, but there's maybe nothing that's really yeah. ultimately bad ever yeah. really because of what can come from yeah. it. Is that what you're, yeah. 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 Uh, there's one other sort of thing that I've heard before. It may be a, a lot less popular and uh -huh. maybe a bit more tab taboo, um, yeah. harder to accept. Uh, but there is that idea of, um, see, I want to, I want to use the word carefully karma, but not in the <laughs> way of like karmic retribution. But no, no, no. As a Buddhist, karma is explained in, in a way yeah. that yeah, it isn't what the lay people think. Yeah, it is a right? very complex, universal um, mm -hmm. uh, system, dynamic, uh, that isn't sure. as, as uh, well, you punched me, so I'm punching you in the next slide. It's not quite like that, really. But um, it, yes, I, I, that was coming to my mind as you're talking. Yes. And I wanted yeah. to ask you what you uh, see from yes. yourself and your guides, this whole karma thing. And, and, yeah. and have you explained it? Because I start to and it's, it, it becomes a little bit um, scary for some. Yeah, I, I yeah. get to find the words to articulate it <laughs> yeah. in a way. So please share with me what in, in an yeah. accessible way, this karma and how that works, please. 
Well, uh, maybe I can best explain it by an example. Yeah. Um, so an example would be um, maybe like a, a murderer. Okay. So a yeah. murderer in this life had opportunity to not go down that path, but chose to. And so they yeah. murder somebody. Yeah. Sometimes that could be because the roles had reversed in a past life. Yeah. The one that they murdered was the murderer. Now, again, not in a karmic retribution, like I'm going to get you sort of way, but in a, I need to now experience what I put you through. And yeah. it's like a very learning, like very much a learning thing on the other side. And we come here and we're like, why the <laughs> F would I, <laughs> why, yeah, would, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> why yeah. would anybody, yeah. you know, yeah. but then we, but then here on, on, on the, so on the other side, it's like, okay, so we're going to reverse the roles. So that's an example too. Now, of course, Hitler comes to mind and like, well, what the go, hell about what, that guy? What did we do about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so know? we maybe explain such, or earthquakes, <sighs> like the, the one in Syria and Turkey that's killed tens of thousands of people and destroyed lives. Uh, yeah, how, how do yeah. we deal with all this? What does, right. yep, yep. Or 911 you know? here in the, in the States. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely like a, a mass exodus of a bunch of a bunch of yeah. souls at once. Um, yeah. I think that kind of goes back to example number two, as yeah. far as um, you know, there's purpose. There's yeah. purpose for it here in this life, whatever that purpose is. So, yeah. so yeah. So you know, karma is yeah. tricky because I feel like I'm still at the point where I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm picking up what other people say about karma. Yeah. I definitely yeah. do feel that it's not like what you said, uh, where yeah. it's not, you know, where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. you punched me, you're going to get it. You know, it's not, yeah. I yeah. don't feel like it's that at all. It's um, not, yeah, yeah, my, but, my, Buddha, my, 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 from, yeah, because I've been a practicing Buddhist from now, I don't know, 30 years, um, yeah. bit by bit, uh, picking things up as I, and, you know, and it is, it is of all the topics that my, my teachers, uh, over the over the world uh, speak on it is the hardest one to try and grapple with and exp and and for them to even explain in a way that um, yeah it doesn't look like well yeah I punched you so you punch me um, because it it can be like you said uh, previous interaction with another energetic being uh, was you murdered them and so you come back around again uh different time different form same connection mm -hmm. and it's played out the same but it may not be the same um the energy of anger um the energy of harming others uh from what my teachers say uh can simply look like uh it, for you in in a, in a different life different go around the wheel in uh poverty in illness in some other difficulty which may not be you being murdered per se it could be sure. but it may not sure. be and and that's kind of really interesting to to hear them talk about that what is your sense of of that for you from from your end of you do you think that that is also one way like that we is it even worth trying to figure out whether something's karma <laughs> or not? That's the other thing. Like, are we just navel gazing too much and, and really shouldn't even try and figure out that question? It's our, our human brains continuously yeah. trying to rationalize, right? Yeah. <laughs> what we yeah, may not even yeah. have human words for. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that maybe we just shouldn't worry too much about, except just that the more good you put out, yeah, the better thing is for you and everybody else even if it's even if it is just in this go round <laughs> right you know? just, yeah, yeah do good love others go home <laughs> Forget, yeah and 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 what's i think what's been really lovely i think on my journey uh is realizing that um because it took a while to unpick <clears throat> because i've got a psych and counseling background as well as my spiritual practice and i it, it became quite um mainstream indeed to sort of say well yes we create the world with our thoughts mm. but I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking those thoughts that they're talking about that have the power to create reality are the intellectual 
uh, story uh, in their head, the, the internalized messages from other people or what have you. And then they get really caught up in their head trying to change that intellectual, abstract, theoretical thinking. But I'm realizing it's not the story in your head that creates reality. It's that formless energy we keep pointing to that creates reality. I don't know. How does that resonate with you? I Is see. That, I are you seeing I a connect? Yeah. yeah, I love. I love the idea of of whatever, like the your energy sort of dictating what mm. happens in your life because mm. i have found that that thinking of oh what you think will manifest you know that's great if you're thinking positive stuff but then you're yeah. like well well crap i can't think of anything negative <laughs> i'm going to make it manifest and it becomes stressful right it becomes stressful and, and, and However, you, you try that exercise you try and uh, someone <laughs> showed me that yeah the exercise of trying um uh don't think of a pink elephant Right now, don't think of a pink oh. elephant. The only bloody thing you're thinking about is the bloody <laughs> pink elephant. So yeah, it is. You almost go insane just thinking. Yeah. And you realize yeah. you can't actually control what thought pops in your head. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. I love what you said about it. I mean, I don't know. You you called it what, something, but it's almost for like. Me it's like gut, I, I feel for me, yeah. I'm, uh, I, from a human design perspective, I'm I'm uh, sacral, so for me it is definitely a gut thing. But there's it's like there's a pole between heart space and 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 sacral space, and which is like in your gut, guys. I'm you know for those who are going to be listening to this on podcast, I'm rubbing at my chest level, my heart level, heart center, and also because you can't see below the table, rubbing at my um, at my uh, abdomen where your sort of sacral chakra is, and and there's definitely for within my being quite a strong connection between the two. So sometimes I feel gut forward sometimes it's heart forward but i i like talking about as heartful wisdom yeah oh i love that as opposed yeah. to mindful because i think psychology unfortunately took over a little bit that um western psychology like from a buddhist perspective mind is not the story in your head mind is universal mind it's it's the energy that is the architecture of all existence. Uh, but psychology took over the term mind with a little M. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people get really confused at the times um, between, well, what, what are you talking about? So for yeah. me, I feel really it's heartful wisdom, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that made sense to you because I don't know. Yes. Sometimes well, you struggle yeah. with words, you see, and you because words are incomplete. Yeah. And we may not even have words for all of this, well, whatever, it. whatever that is, you know? So, yeah. but I like yeah. that, that that's what dictates what's going to come and, and quote unquote manifest yeah. in your life versus our thoughts, because yes. we may yeah. think negative thoughts all the time or be scared. I mean, it's just, like you said, it just it, becomes it, too much of. Yeah. Complete. Mm, yeah, crazy. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely go crazy. Well, um, so I guess I'd love to know a little bit more where you're at. And, and I know that you said you were taking a bit of a rest, but are you, what are your inclinations in, in, in what you're doing be, be, yeah. with nursing, beyond nursing? What, what is it looking like for your life post 40? What do you want for yourself? Yeah, hmm? well, I'm going to, I do plan to continue to work, uh, as a nurse, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just as far as podcast and the spiritual journey, I'm just, I just follow wherever the guidance goes and it feels like it's one phase at a time. So yeah. right now I'm in that sort of break phase. So we'll have to see where it goes from here. Definitely feel like the podcast will continue because that yeah. still feels really good and Fun. exciting. But um, outside of that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's though. <laughs> that is no, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and and you know what? It's the not knowing. It's being okay with the not knowing, actually. Yeah, because we yeah, don't. Sometimes nice. You know. Yeah, it, it, it's an unfolding and being open to whatever can happen. I'm curious to know a little bit more about your book. I'm going to have to um, yeah. buy it. Is it on Amazon? I hope it's, it's on, on Amazon. Amazon. 
it is on amazon more about guided your book what ah pushed you into writing it what is the main messages you want people to know yes yes okay so uh to write it it was definitely intuitive (laughs) i i I had no intentions of ever writing a book uh and then uh, I had two different people on two separate occasions ask me if I'm writing all my experiences down because they see me writing a book. And after the second time, and I was already connected to Jason by this point. So at the, after the second time, I said, okay, I get it. I'm supposed to be writing this book. Um, and as soon as I said, yes, let's do it, then the motivation came flooding in and I couldn't wait to get started. So it was almost like they were waiting for me to say yes. And as soon as I did, all right, let's get to work. So that's how I started Beautiful. writing that book. Um, it's called Guided, and I hold a very special place in my heart right now for those who are newer on their spiritual journeys. Yeah. And so I share in that book uh, the different things that helped me along my spiritual journey. So I talk about maybe the practical applications of certain things like pendulums, like spirit guides, like yeah. meditation, um, by also showing examples from my own personal life and how they played a role in my personal life. So um, there are personal stories in there, but also educational because it teaches um, the person who is newer in their spiritual journey about different aspects of things that maybe would be very overwhelming to just look up on their own. So I kind of break it down a little bit to include something like, like crystals, for instance, with crystals, there's millions of them out there and many of them have multiple uses. So I kind of narrow it down to the ones that I first learned about and that um, have helped me along the way. So things like that's an example. So I talk about um, all those different things, mediumship and um, uh, what's another one? Oh, protection and stuff like that. Mm. So things that Mm. I've learned along the way. Yeah. So that have been helpful for me. So love that. And I'm wondering, now that you've you're you're now 40 and i'm 50 and i'm my my audience are mainly women cis trans non-binary afab individuals but going through this energetic stage of midlife and and the physiological stages of um, menopause and i'm wondering is there a heightened space uh an energetic space for us as mm. as we go through this phase to tap into uh, uh, oh, intuition yeah. and wisdom and and all that stuff and oh yeah are you finding that within yourself yes um so f- <clears throat> first when you were asking that question right mm. away i saw um an elderly uh female yeah. woman um really being raised and revered and so I think the message with that, I know the message with that is yeah. that women have to be the ones to <laughs> remind everybody, everybody of how strong they actually are the older they get um, yeah. and uh, how revered they actually should be and how they should be turned to for their wisdom. Uh, and it's it's women who are going to have to do that. I think we wait for we wait to be recognized, um, but we are the ones that have to actually put ourselves out there and remind people of that recognition. Recognition. So thank you, Pia, for the work that you do. Pleasure. Yes. And and and, and I, I uh, on that because I totally agree. It is it is on us uh, uh, as 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 be individual beings first and foremost, but then as a collective as well. We see, again, it's this kind of how do we, how to find words for the distinction. Uh, Normally what we've seen through history is when something isn't happening maybe as it should, uh, the response is protest from um, generally, you know, from a frustrated, angry kind of way. Um, and I'm quietly in my head trying to figure out that because I spent my life in, I'll, I'll be honest, I've, I've spent my life in protest of one thing or another and that energy. And I still, when we talk about misogyny and uh, patriarchy and look at the things that are going on in the US for women's bodily autonomy and mm. all, the, all the 
crap that we seem to see happen, mm -hmm. it's not hard to get down, um, go down that road of being oh, yeah. pissed off and angry and like burn it all down and yep. destroy. Burn the bras. <laughs> burn the bras, burn the men, burn the boat, burn the whole, <laughs> burn the whole thing down. Yeah. And, and, but then, oh, how do I say this? It's sort of, I mean, I understand where that's coming from, but somehow somewhere in me is going, but that's not, you can't, you can't create from destruction. Creating is different to destroying. But so I don't know what that looks like. Are you getting any sense maybe of, well, if it's not about destroying the systems and and the injustice then what do we do because i feel like we've spent eons protesting and that hasn't really helped maybe yeah i, I think know. unfortunately it just kind of looks like a toddler <sighs> throwing a tantrum sometimes mm. Mm. versus being um take uh taken seriously um i you know a lot of it really goes down to the individual level it really mm. is, you know, the individual mm. person and the example that, mm. well, we're talking about women. So the example that women or those who identify as women, as women. Yeah. Can, can set for those around them. And the mm. more that female individuals do that, mm. the more that they will touch. The, the thing is, is that mm. <laughs> as any... Mm. I really, I'm going to generalize here as yeah. any woman who has been lo lovingly married to a man can attest to that if you can make it their idea, <laughs> then it tends to get done. done. Like the yeah. woman is the neck and the man is the head. That's from the, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. remember that part. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so, you know, by, it's no different than, than what, um, than trying to maybe change the minds of the the masses of uh, uh, cultural masses. I want to say yeah. it's not just yeah. men, right? It's not just men. No, um, it's oh god, no internalized really, age, right? ages. Yeah. Thirty nine. Right? Owen got married for the second time. Uh, younger guy, same but same abuse, uh, same abusive kind of energy as the first husband, energy and actuality, uh, uh, different flavor, but, you know, same thing sure. um, as the first go around. And that was definitely, as I realize now at 51, looking back, that was the unconscious internalized ageism. Mm -hmm. Got to try again before I'm, I don't know, before you're a wizened old person and know yeah, all, all the crap thinking yeah. that I didn't realize was on board. I, I sure. really didn't think so, but it clearly was, um, sure. and led yeah. to those decisions. But yeah, no, I, it, it is just a really curious one. I, yeah. I, I feel because it's not like we do need to speak up against injustice, and we do oh, yeah. where we can speak, where we can do, we should do. Absolutely, just have to but make sure it's productive. But then, it, sure but maybe there's a different way of doing it, so it's more effective in the end. Because I just don't know. I feel like a lot of the, but even with myself, just being angry, mm -hmm. just doesn't doesn't feel good. That's back tapped back into that intuition again. That yeah. feeling engulfed in anger and rage and frustration. Yeah, basically just. Fuck everyone else, uh, just from just selfishly for myself. It doesn't feel good to be in that sure. state of energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, very just yeah. It's always just yeah. So wondering as wise women tapping into our intuition, if it, that would look different and how that could look differently. Yeah. 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 It yeah. starts. It starts internally, and it starts within your own small circle to yeah. be a leader of what an example of, of, of what women, mm. um, I really want to be careful with my words here, uh, mm. not deserved, not owed, but just where they stand. Yes. Where they're yeah. meant to stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That is, there's always hope. 
Even there's the always cuts. hope. There's yes. always hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I, and I, I think, yeah, the other, I, I suppose the other thing that was hopeful in my journey along the way too, personally, but I think it is a universal, uh, is that the happiness is already within us. It's not about the, it's not about what the other, I mean, the other people can be acting like monkeys in a circus. Um, and if it is directly impacting you, then best to step outside of, out of the ring, out of the circus tent. But, um, <clears throat> but you don't need to actively make them stop for you to get out of the circus tent and not be involved in their show. Yeah. And that and really, I, that's really been helpful and that within my yeah. own self, I actually don't need them to be anything in particular sure. to be okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also yeah. think too that the the more that spirituality is is shared out there and the idea of yeah. of reincarnation, the more that we will all realize that well, <laughs> we've all been men, we've all been women, we've all been all different races, we've all been yeah. all these different things. So really, you are no different than I, and you just mm. happen to be born a different this... sex in this life than me. And you know, next yeah. life maybe it'll be reversed. You know, so yeah, yeah. I curious because again we're spirit beings in a physical body that just made me go and then in the discussion of gender and gender identity and I know that we've yep. tied that to biology and physical dangly bits or the lack of said there of them or chromosomes <laughs> or what have you and we're all sort of realizing it's probably not that but as spirit beings I take it we're genderless Oh yeah, oh, we're genderless as spirit beings. There is no. I think we're just blobs of energy. <laughs> energy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We just in, here in human world, we things have to be black and white, you know, and it's it's so not like yeah. that on the other side. It's not. No, but that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. we've been chatting for quite some time. Thank you so much for this. I guess oh, I want you. you to to leave us with. I don't know, whatever intuitive nugget comes up, what 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 would you like to leave yeah. our listening audience in the world with? Uh well, you know, consulting with Jason, my guide, mm. um, for your audience, just a reminder of mm. how every single person, person, I want to emphasize that yeah. that hears these words. Yeah. Um how I, I just a reminder that you are so much stronger than you realize. Uh, you are so worthy of respect, worthy of love, worthy of friendships and fellowships and happiness. So worthy of that. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what you think or or what you do, none of none of it matters if you strip it all away. It comes down to you and getting rid of any agenda that you think that you come with, mm -hmm. getting rid of thinking um, that you are only good at this or you're bad at that or whatever the case may be, strip it yeah. all away and get back to the, the basis. And then from there, what's mm -hmm. important from there, design your life intuitively, whatever that means, mm -hmm. design your life mm -hmm. intuitively. Um, I think a lot of I don't know whoever's going to listen to this. There could be a lot of inhibitions with where mm -hmm. to go next and what to do next because they believe they, they have to act or be or provide in a certain way, but it's not, it's not the case. And in fact, once you let that go, whoever I'm talking to, once you let that go yeah. uh, and you follow and design your life intuitively you're going to do so with the other side. And so because of that, it's going to be so much more fruitful, um, so much more loving. There's going to be so much more for, for you, more than you could have ever even imagined. But remember that you're, that you are uh, deserving and worthy of all that will come. Oh, there you go. That is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura, for joining me on episode two.
of series oh. of series one of Chrome oh Joy Chats. I goodness. know. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. It's been, a, it's been a lovely, beautiful discussion about life the universe and everything and where we fit in it and what it can look like and feel like and thank you and so everyone who's been listening round of applause in the background to our beautiful laura west <laughs> thank you go into amazon and find her book guided please and when this will this little this wonderful conversation will go live on my podcast tuesday fortnight so okay We'll be there, but there'll be a lead up and there'll be lead up and there'll be links to how you can connect with Laura in her work and by her book and all the, all the good stuff. So thank you everyone for listening. I am Pia Antico, Crone Life Joy Reboot Mentor, Coach and Trainer. And this was our guest, Laura. Yay. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.